On the 30th of July, there was to be a debate on the Irish situation, the one topic which was occupying society and the press. But it was not the Carson army which was distressing us in Downing Street. Tension between England and Germany, in spite of the unceasing efforts of our foreign minister, Sir Edward Grey, had developed to an alarming extent. When I went to the House of Commons with my husband that afternoon, it was the throbbing pulses that I watched from the Speaker's gallery, members of Parliament pouring into the House. My husband, the Prime Minister, got up and announced that he did not intend to speak on the Irish motion. We meet, he said, under conditions of gravity which are almost unparalleled in the experience of every one of us. The issues of peace and war are hanging in the balance. In these circumstances, he appealed to the House not to enter into an acute controversy in regard to domestic differences. When my husband sat down, there was gravity and bewilderment on every face. I got up to leave the gallery, but the earnest Ulster ladies crowded round me. Good heavens, Margaret, they cried, what can all this mean? How fearfully dangerous. Don't you realise the Irish will be fighting each other this very night? Answering as if in a dream, I said, we are on the verge of a European war. That was on the Friday before the August bank holiday. The weather was beautiful. On Sunday, I called at the house of Prince Lichnowsky, the German ambassador. I found Princess Lichnowsky lying on a green sofa with a dachshund by her side. Her eyes were red and swollen from crying, and her husband was walking up and down the room wringing his hands. He caught me by the arm, oh, say it's not true, there's not going to be war. Dear, dear Mrs. Asquith, can nothing be done to prevent it? The princess got up and looked out of the window. Look at this beautiful, wonderful England, she said, and to think that we are going to fight against her. She pressed her forehead against the window pane. I kissed her and left the room. All that day, my husband and Sir Edward Grey were sending cables to Germany in the vague hope of receiving an answer.